9.02 p.m. Monday, April 29th. We moving forward. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. 9.02. We rocking with New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, TV, all that, man. I'm about to bring the cameras out in a minute. The camera's coming out. The cameras are coming out. We've been hibernating these cameras for too long. The cameras are coming out. We got a lot of things we're gonna be working on. We just gotta sit down, plan it right, do what we gotta do, make things happen. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. I've been off since Thursday. Thursday I did not podcast. Friday I did not podcast. Saturday and Sunday, you already know weekends I never podcast. But I'm here today. I'm here today. And, you know, we're going to talk about a few things. Um, I think last week I wanted to talk about a situation with Sebastian Telfair. Sebastian Telfair, basketball player from Brooklyn, Lincoln High School, played on a few teams in the NBA, had a had a... Had, a, had an okay, okay career. It wasn't all that. I mean, Sebastian's career wasn't all that. Like his numbers were, were, were like I said, okay. He had numbers, you know, basically. He really didn't do too much in the NBA. Sebastian's in trouble with the law. So Sebastian's facing some husky time. And he's facing some time. You know what I mean? The young boy might go to jail. So I wanted to talk about that. I mean, not might. He will go to jail. He gets, He's getting sentenced soon. I want to talk about the Sebastian Telfair situation. Um, when keeping it real goes wrong, I guess. Or, or how to stay in your lane when it comes to, like, stuff outside of your profession. Um, I wanted to get into the Giants... Six-round pick. I'm not even going to look up this kid's name because I don't care anymore. Um, the Giants made the Giants did okay. They had an all-right draft, to be honest with you. Their draft was okay. But that six-pick quarters, it took us for a loop. We didn't expect that. We didn't know what was going on. Um, but, hey, that's what the Giants did. Jay-Z, he had a show at Webster Hall over the weekend. So Jay performed at Webster Hall. We're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about the importance of, like, squashing beefs. As far as, like, anything goes, like, squashing beef, like, Hip-hop beef, street beef, like beef. Is it necessary nowadays? Is beef necessary? Or is this the end of beef? Is this the end of the beef era? As far as music goes. Because we're not going to talk, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk too much. We're not going to take this beef thing into the, um, the street. Because street beef and rap beef are two different things. Everyone knows that. 
street beef and rap beef are two different things. There's no, there's no really, there's no real beef in hip hop. And then we're gonna talk about when we close it out. We're gonna talk about the um, NBA and flopping, flopping in the NBA. Is it is it time for the refs to look at that and say, "All right, look, man, we gonna stop doing this." Is flopping taken away from the NBA game? You know, as far as like fans watching the game and we seeing flopping because flopping has trans has transferred over to the to the NFL. So they taking flopping to the NFL. You know what I mean when a Wide receiver gets a pass interference call. Sometimes they might throw their arms in the air and the ref will throw a flag because it looked like a pass interference call. When it all, excuse me, when all it was was a flop. It was a flop. You know, he drew contact and he threw his hands in the air to make it look like he got, like, it was a little more aggressive than it was. So um, we're going to talk about those things. Um, thanks for everybody for tuning in. New Wave Radio, New Wave TV. The podcast is always lit. Um, we're still trying to get the Instagram live on that level. Um, and we'll see what's going on. This is a, like a, a no-hate podcast. We don't hate. You know, first of all, it's a no-hate podcast. Shout out to Cardi B. And she aired... Um, that um shade room people out. She aired them out. Cardi B did. I mean, you know, she had to do what she had to do. Um, people only point out the bad. They want to look at the bad. They never want to do the knowledge on the good things that these artists do. And a lot of these artists do do good stuff. They do contribute to the neighborhood. They do give back. They do um things that they that they wouldn't do if they were broke. They doing now, so you know what I mean. They're doing some things, they're uplifting um, young people. They're trying, you know, they're trying. Work in progress, basically. It's a work in progress because hip hop is almost like you gotta be ignorant to be in hip hop. It seems that way. You know, you can't be a, a clean cut hip hop artist. You know, everybody can't be Kendrick Lamar and J Cole. And had these squeaky clean backgrounds in history and hip hop. You know what I mean? This is just kind of weird, but um, yeah. So they always pointing out the wrong shit in certain artists like Cardi B and Offset. You know, so yeah. Much love to Cardi. Much love to Offset, man. You know what I mean? When we get on a bigger plateau, man, y'all gonna be interviewed. We gonna talk to y'all too. You know. But like I said, we talking about. The kid, Sebastian Telfair, topping things off. So Sebastian, everyone knows that Steph's little cousin went to Lincoln High School in Brooklyn. So I don't want to harp on this too much, but, you know, Sebastian was driving a few years ago. He driving around in the car. He wheeling around. And I guess he had people with him. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, Sebastian had got, he got caught, the car gets pulled over. You know, in New York City, the cops will pull you over, they'll pull your Uber over. 
So they pulled him over. They pulled Sebastian over. Checked the car. Guns, bulletproof vests, and ammunition in the car. And we ain't gonna sit here and say allegedly. That stuff was in the car. He got pulled over with this stuff. And um, in the process of him getting pulled over, they looking at all these things. I'm talking about these, this guy got some heavy artillery, some guns, automatics, vests, bullets, all types of stuff. You can Google this. You can look at this stuff on, online and you can see for yourself what it was. But the young boy is an NBA star. I mean, at this point in time, his career is took a da- took a nosedive. So I guess he's doing what he has to do to stay in the grind. But your your cousin Stephon Marbury, you come from the Marbury family, and I understand families have disagreements. Some people might some people might say I don't go around them because all they do is talk. All they do is do this. I don't like that part of my family. I can't do this. But listen, man. That's family. That's family, dog. At times get that rough where you got to ride around this neighborhood with all them guns in Brooklyn, you better figure something out, man. Because you aiming for destruction. So he gets caught with all this stuff a few years ago. And last week, I meant to talk about this, but Wednesday I had... You know, I did a few things, and um, I wanted to talk about this, but the young boy's getting sentenced now. He's He's got, been found guilty. Ex-NBA basketball player. He could be facing up to 15 years in prison. 15 years in prison. At sentencing. Who knows what he's gonna get? But they're saying he can get he could be facing 15 years. So I'm telling y'all right now, that's I'm telling y'all right now, and we don't wish jail on nobody, but the young boy going to jail. You know? Much love to Sebastian. Much love to the whole Marbury family. But um, like I said in the beginning, when do we separate your profession from the street? When do you stay in that lane? When do you say, look, I'm done. I had enough. I don't know. I no longer need to do what I used to do when I was a kid. That, that reality had to set in NBA draft night when, when the commissioner called his name and said with the such and such pick in the NBA draft, this team selects Sebastian Telford. His life should have said, okay, we're going to control this moment. We're going to make it to where as though you can never look back. And have to do any crime and mix up with with people from off the street. You know, I listened to an um, interview of him a few months ago, probably like a couple months ago. On a, he was on a Breakfast Club, and he said 
he still hangs in the hood and he's in the projects all the time, pulling the, the car up. All right, that's okay. That's cool. That's cool. That's understood. But look at where that led you. And like I said, this is a no hate podcast. We don't hate for clout. We don't sit here and just try to bully people. And we ain't on a hate campaign. But we're speaking common sense. When do you say enough is enough? When it's too late? When you when you when you when you ten in on twenty on a twenty year bid? When do you say enough is enough? Look, 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 I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. The streets ain't for me. You know, it looks like some of these guys are moving backwards. You know, like guys like guys like that I grew up with, we started out grinding. We started out grinding and selling stuff and doing things and doing this. We paid the consequences. It slowed us down. We got on the right path. We, we figured it out. We moving in the right direction now. But it seems like a lot of these guys, these famous guys or these celebrities, they go in the right path and then they take the nosedive. And then, boom, they slap with felonies and charges and all this stuff. And now they're trying to get people to understand what they were going through. You know, I can't relate to what you dudes be doing. Because I was never rich and messed up a bag because I wanted to do something extra. You know? So, like, it's just a big difference. It's just a big difference. And you know what? I don't know how rough life is for a young man like that. Who knows what he was going through? Who knows what he is going through now? But you in a situation where the lights is always on you, dog. The camera's always flashing. You in a you in a you in a moment. People like people like you what you do. They look at you like, damn, he made it to the NBA in the league. You investing with all these people. You want to be a rapper all of a sudden. You know, it's just like, come on, you got to take life more serious. You got to take life a little more serious, man. You got to be able to be living proof of what success is like. Some of these guys don't know what success is like. They're not going to feel it. They live through you. They succeed when you succeed. When you score, when you shoot a, a a jump shot or take a layup, they like, yo, look at my man doing his thing on TV. They successful now. They like, they happy. You know, shout out to Sebastian Telfair, man. Shout out to the whole Marbury family. 
Um, hopefully you guys pull through. You guys help out, help help the young man out, and um, he's all right. He's okay, cause you know I mess, I rocks with the youngin. From out of high school, I was I was messing with him. I was like, yo, this kid gonna be a beast in the NBA, maybe, maybe. You know, we understand things happen. We understand that people go through things. We know. We know what it is. It's just life. It's just life. Sometimes it takes you to another, to a, to an air, but you just got to be focused. You just got to be focused. Like, you know, something, um, I was reading a book and the book let me know how serious you have to be and how much, how important you have to take, how important you have to be when you're dealing with life situations. There's no reason why this man should be riding around with guns in his car. No reason why. You are an ex-NBA player. Now you're going to be a convict. That's the thing I'm telling you about. Life has its ways of, 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 of slapping you upside the head and waking you up. And waking you up. There's no way a superstar should ever fall victim to the streets. When you got a taste of that success, you should say, look, I'm stingy with this. I'm never giving this back. I'm keeping it. I want it all to me. You don't get successful and been a square all your life. You don't be a square all your life, be successful, and then want to sell crap or ride around with Mac 11s in your trunk. No, it just doesn't roll like that. It doesn't go that way. That's not the way it should be. That's right. That's right. They do fear success. They do fear success. Like I said to people on my podcast, I'm talking to Instagram Live at the same time. At the same time. But to the people that just came in, to the people that just came in, I was talking about the kid Sebastian Telfair. How he got caught with all the guns and everything and the vests and stuff like that. And um, now he's facing 15 years in prison. I don't know if the case is federal. I don't know if it's a state case. But I know this kid is about to do some time. With some real, with some real live jail motherfuckers. He gonna wish he never put them guns in his car. But we gonna tra- we gonna we gonna we gonna transition from from Sebastian. Jay Z was just at Webster Hall, one of the best concerts they probably had in a while. Jay Z went to Webster Hall. Jay Z went to Webster Hall, and what he did, you know, the tickets were. About a thousand dollars. 
I mean, I seen something for like five fifty. I seen a ticket, the less, the least ticket, the the lowest price I seen was five fifty for Jay Z. So, um, but you know, Jay Z wasn't gonna just perform alone. You know, we know he wasn't. Jay wasn't gonna just perform on that stage alone. Jay Z brought a lot of people out there. But what I want to talk to you guys about is the Cameron. Jay bought Cameron out on that stage. And that probably, that right there, I think, woke up everybody in hip-hop. Because these are two guys that didn't like each other. For what reason? Who knows the real reason behind them not liking each other. But shout out to OG Wan, because OG Wan put that shit together. He said, look, we're going to stop this. And these dudes hit the stage. And they sung Welcome to New York City. And I think Cam sung another song, you know. Cam sung one of his songs. Um, Cam sung something. I'm trying to think what he sung. But he sung something off the um, Diplomatic Immunity album. And these bulls shook the city up. They shook the city up. They turned hip hop. They turned. They. I think they brought hip hop. It wouldn't. Hip hop was in New York already, but now it's really in New York. Cause when that Jim Jones album drops, El Capo, it's gonna be meaningful. This thing gonna be. This thing gonna mean something now. Cause these guys. These guys squash beef. They showing you now that they squashed the beef. They said it's a it's a rap. We don't need to be beefing no more. We don't need to be beefing. These guys are millionaires and they making moves. They're moving forward, basically. I appreciate it. I appreciate that because it's a part of hip hop and it needs to be done. It needs to be done. It needs to be done. Because in rap right now, you got a lot of this stuff. Like, these people really think that this rap beef be real. It's not real. It's never it's never real beef until somebody dies. So these guys been just arguing back and forth and just going at it and laying stuff on wax and stuff. But it's never real beef. Until somebody dies. You know, this rap beef is fake. You know, you got street beef and rap beef. Some people get the two confused. Some people say, oh, they beefing because he said his girlfriend ugly. No, that's just, just music. It's just music. It's just music. It's really just music. You know, the fans take it to another level. The fans take it there. The media takes it there. But now I think this is really some squash beef. And shout out to Cam because he put a picture of him and Jay back in the days on Instagram. So you know it's really a squash beef. So I'm looking forward to hearing some music from these dudes. You never know. You never know. Nobody thought that these dudes would be would, would squash their beef. But now the beef is dead. The beef is dead. 
and like um like I'm saying um I'm about I'm about to click click my man in, but I can't really because I'm in I'm in motion right now, and I only got about five minutes left. But like I said, it needs to be done because, you know, when you seeing when you beefing, you got now you got that rap that hip hop stuff brings confusion in the street. Now you got dudes in New York. Oh, Harlem, fuck Harlem, fuck Harlem, fuck Brooklyn, and it's not it's not even that deep. It's music shit, and y'all making it a geographical thing like it's a like it's a a natural. A natural problem. It's not a big problem. It's not a big problem. It's not a big problem. Trust me, it's not a big problem. If it was a big problem, Jay-Z's a billionaire. He probably could, he could have took all the camera music off every streaming revenue there is. You know? Shout out to Jay-Z. Shout out to Cameron. Um, I wanted to get into after, but while we closing out, I wanted to talk about the flopping in the NBA. You know, the flopping. We got James Harden. Flop Master Flex. I call James Harden. Flop Master Flex. So you got James Harden now. He's crying. Because the referees are not giving him the calls he he deserves. This boy James Harden comes down. I watch highlights of this kid. Dribble fast like Speedy Gonzalez. Dribble down the lane. I watch people go like this out of his way. And if you on my podcast, I'm talking about. I watch people move. Out of this man's way, and he and he exaggerates. He he jumps up in the air and waves his hands, and the referee will call a foul. I think flopping now. After this NBA playoffs, after these finals right here, after all this is all said and done, flopping will be a thing of the past. It's gonna be no more flopping. In the NBA, the refs are not the refs not gonna call it anymore. It's over with. After this playoffs, there will be no more flopping, no more phantom calls, none of that. It's gonna be straight basketball from here on out. Because yesterday, I watched Chris Paul take a jump shot. And Chris Paul folded his legs in a sitting position and shot the ball. He made it, but he looked at the ref like he wanted a foul. And nobody even touched him. He sat in the air. He got a technical foul and he got ejected because he thought somebody touched him. The, one of the plays I watched, Draymond Green guarding James, um, James Harden. James Harden did his little step back jump shot. And Draymond Green simply went up with his hands in the air and didn't even touch this guy. And he thinks in his mind that he was fouled. 
I really think that this is the end of flopping. And it's really been, it's really going too far. You know, flopping in the NBA has gone too far. And it's taken away from the game. And now it, flopping has these guys thinking that they were, they, 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 they think they're superstars. They think they can't be touched. They think they can't be touched. They think they can't, like, get a, like, a simple pat on the wrist. It's impossible for you not to be touched in the NBA. It's a physical contact sport where you're going to be hit. But when you, but what happens after the hit is what's messed up. Because after the hit, they throw their hands in the air, they move their head around, or they swing their leg out. And, you know, it's just crazy. Like, that's not basketball. That's really some clown shit. And it shouldn't be in the game. It shouldn't be in the game. It should not be in the game. You know, you got, you got big bodies that play in this league. Shaq never flopped. If anything, Shaq was fouled too much. He was over fouled. Anthony Mason never flopped. Charles Oakley never flopped. Ron Artest never flopped. And the, and the list goes on. You know, flopping is like a thing of the game. It's, it's messing the game up, man. You know, people gamble on basketball. They had friendly bets on basketball. Can you imagine a prison bet on basketball and the game was decided on a jump shot and he got and he flopped and had to shoot three foul shots and then they win? All hell gonna break loose, man. Come on. So it's just like taking away from the game. It's adding a lot of confusion. It's adding a lot of confusion into the NBA sport. The sport. Period. It's confusion. Very confusing. Thanks for everybody for tuning in, man. Shout out to everybody that's 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 um showing love, man. Thank you guys um for showing out, showing up and showing out, I should say. Sebastian Telfair, we 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 support you. You gotta make some smarter decisions. Um your family getting money. It ain't no reason for you to be out here riding around with guns and drugs and whatever you're doing. Um, we didn't talk about the Giants pick because I didn't want to. Jay-Z, shout out to Jay-Z, Cameron, Nas, everybody that he bought out. Um, hip-hop's not dead. Hip-hop's alive. Squashing beef, maturing, being grown. Um, this podcast is no hate. No hate, no... No hateration over here. We not sh- we not shitting on nobody. You know, it don't matter who you are. We just gonna try we gonna try to take it to a mature level. So if you watching it on Instagram, shout out to y'all. If y'all listening to it on the podcast, it might be even better. Shout out to everybody on the podcast and flopping. We gotta stop flopping, man. It's New Wave Radio, New Wave TV, New Wave Podcast. Peace, man.